0: The Boston Celtics blow a team out. No fourth quarter collapse. They do what they're supposed to do. I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. I'm so high right now. Anything's possible. I'm oh, mama. I'm oh, my mama, baby, man. Anything's possible. Man. Rainer J back with the vengeance. back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. Ooh. This is the truth like 34. Yeah. It's like walking in the garden when you hear the roars Welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making the show part of your daily routine and your first listen every day. It's available everywhere podcasts exist. It's up on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm here at the TD Garden on the parquet floor, just feet from the Celtics bench where the Celtics blew out the uh, Houston Rockets. It ended up being a 108-90 final score, but the the lead got up to about 30 points. uh, And uh, it's very exciting to be doing a podcast here from the floor at the garden. It's it's a, a fun experience here. Today's episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you do not want or need. You can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. So uh, Boston Celtics, like I said, let me just put it's a little makeshift kind of uh, operation I got going over here. Celtics beat the Hawks 108 to 90. Uh, Jason Tatum leads the way. 30 points, 10 of 12 shooting. Uh, Jalen Brown comes back from his injury. I'll talk about Jalen Brown uh, a little bit later because news not entirely 100% great when it comes to Jalen Brown, but six of 13, 19 points, three of six from three. Uh, let's get to the 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 big news here is that the in the third quarter, the Celtics after the first half where they were kind of like, they were able to uh, put this thing uh, away in the third quarter. So in the first half, Basically the first quarter was everything that we had feared, right? Like they came out it was a little bit tough. It was um a little bit slow. The the defense in the first quarter, I think 14 of the first uh however many points there uh in the in the first quarter for the Houston Rockets. I think it was like 14 of 15 were points in the paint and the 15th one was a free throw on A basket in the paint. So the Celtics had a a very poor defensive effort at the beginning of this game. They, uh, were not, they were just slow. They just came out and they think, I think they did what, uh, this is a classic good team versus a bad team kind of game. They came out, they said, all right, let's just kind of see what we got here. Let's just kind of, you know, meander our way through this game. We're going to figure out if the, the rocket's, are going to come to play or if they're just going to roll over and die, we're going to try to shoot our way into a lead. And if they, if they can't, if you can't, if you don't uh, shoot your way into this lead, then all right, that's fine. You just turn it on later. That's, that's like the good team versus bad team dynamic. We've seen it a million times. And I know, The one question, the question I got on Boston Sports Journal, by the way, I'm John Corrales. I write, I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. That's who I am if you're new. Uh, But people on Boston Sports Journal were asking, like, why can't they just do this at the beginning? In that third quarter stretch where they really blew the game open, people say, why couldn't they just do this right away? And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Why couldn't they just do this right away? Uh, But they don't. They didn't. They don't. That, that's how good teams act. Like it, This is not what we saw in this game here on this floor was not something exclusive to the Boston Celtics. I've, I've watched probably five different NBA games this year where a team, probably most of them against the Rockets, now that I think about it, team comes out, is like, eh, all right, whatever. And then third quarter comes around and they say, okay, we've gone into halftime. It's a little, they're a little pesky. They're not, they're not kind of going away. So let's just come out and just lay the hammer down in the third quarter and and be done with it, which they did. And in that third quarter, that stretch was, uh, ultimately, uh, started out with Al Horford hitting a couple of three pointers. Houston calls a timeout, come out Jalen Brown, who had been kind of slow and sluggish uh, for that. The, the beginning part of this game did not look like himself. Yeah, obviously, look, he's missed eight games in a row with a hamstring issue, so it's not like it was an upper body thing where you say, hey, I can still run. I can still ride the bike. Hamstring, you're like sitting, right? You you cannot move, and you can't even get out of the car, right? You can't even, like, when you get out of bed, you feel that hamstring. I've had those hamstring strains before. And so, uh, so yeah, of course, Jalen was going to come out and be a little bit sluggish, a little bit slow. He, he looked a little bit pained. and. In the third quarter, all of a sudden, with it was about a a minute five stretch where all of a sudden it went from a 12-point game to a 22-point game, and it was because Jalen Brown, two free throws, a crazy up-and-under layup, which, I mean, I don't even know how he made that thing. Then back-to-back three-pointers, and it was just curtains after that. The the Rockets did make a fourth-quarter kind of like token push, and uh, I thought that uh, but that that was kind of like the the end right there i i am going to take a quick victory lap though because how many times have i said on this podcast already i think i said it on the last podcast when i was re- recapping the okc game when you've got a big lead and you're the celtics that have kind of squandered those big leads what do you do do you do you start the fourth quarter with a bench unit or do you start the fourth quarter with your main guys and put the put your main guys out on the floor to, to push this game away, just push it, break it wide open. And that's what Ime Doka did. He actually changed his kind of fourth quarter philosophy. Um, it's funny because I asked him after the game, did you did you do this based on prior fourth quarter collapses? He said no, but then he turned around and gave me an answer that basically said yes, because uh he put he put Jalen back in the game in the fourth quarter. He said that was because Jalen wanted one more, one more little spurt, little four four minutes to get in there and get up and down. He finished with just under four uh 24 minutes. I think he played 23. But he said, I, I wanted to get these guys out there so we can push this game open and, and get them off in the middle of the fourth quarter. That's exactly literally exactly what I've been saying to do in after the Chicago game, after the Cleveland. Uh, after the OKC collapse, stop wasting your time at the beginning of the fourth and then having to put your, your key guys in at the end, put your key guys in at the beginning and beginning in the fourth quarter, after Houston made like a little bit of a token push, Tatum was on the floor. He fed, uh, Romeo Langford for no Aaron Niesmith. Aaron Neesmith came in. Uh, they started to kind of like hang with that lead. You put Neesmith and Pritchard in. But still with Tatum and still with Horford, I believe, was on the floor. And, and Neesmith immediately gets you know the, all the attentions on Tatum. Neesmith catches the pass from, from Tatum. Boom. He's got all that, all that space. He drills a three. So the Celtics were able to close this, this out. And thankfully, Ime Udoka did the thing. I'm certainly taking a victory lap on this because he absolutely did The exact thing that i was talking about i'll get to some more individual performances i'll talk about that after i talk to you about shopify uh if you are a business owner and it's hard now because everything is done online it's hard to set up these things to to run your business but shopify is an all-in-one commerce platform that starts runs and helps you grow your business it's a complete commerce platform Uh, subscription-based software that allows anyone to set up and grow an online store, sell your products. Shopify store owners can also sell in a physical location using the Shopify point of sale, uh, an app, Shopify POS, that uh, has accompanying hardware that allows you to get set up and make sales. This is the hardest part about owning a business. So you can go through Shopify. It gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses, You know, upstarts, startups, established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize your online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. It really is the hardest thing to do when you're running a business. Uh, Their tools uh, make it very easy for any business to succeed. Uh, From down the street to around the globe, it powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online, across social networks, with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Go to Shopify.com slash on NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14 day trial. Get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash on NBA right now. Shopify.com slash on NBA. Uh, I also want to talk to you about my friends at Crack Sauce, C R A I C sauce in Lowell, Massachusetts. They're a local company run by a Celtics season ticket holder. He might have been here watching this game. So he is just like you, rooting for the Celtics here often, but when he goes to work, he's putting together some great sauces that aren't just hot sauce. This isn't like just trying to torture you with super hot sauces. This is flavorful multi-dimensional versatile ingredients that you can put into your recipes that also bring some heat you got some milder flavors you got some hot you know more hot flavors there's one that i really like it's called golden pumpkin perfect for this time of season you want autumn recipes uh golden pumpkin you can put that on chicken and rice you can use it with hummus you can use it with cooked vegetables Uh, it's really really delicious Uh, they've got four different flavors that you should go try at uh, cracksauce.com, C R A I C sauce.com. sauce.com. The p- promo code there, locked on. It's gonna get you 10% off those products at cracksauce.com. Like I said, this is a very uh, good, uh, flavorful, uh, locally grown, locally sourced, locally made. These people are using their hands to get in there and cook this stuff to make, make you a, a great craft hot sauce. Uh, like I said, I use it, I love it. It's gluten-free. If you wanna, if if that's uh, an important thing to you, check it out. CrackSauce, C-R-A-I-C sauce.com, promo code locked on for 10% off. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On NBA your second listen? Uh, Locked On NBA, I host it on Wednesday, so I will be there tomorrow um, and with Jake Madison to bring you up to speed on all of the NBA action. They'll be covering this game as well. So Locked On NBA, available wherever podcasts exist, and on YouTube, just like this show. Uh, so once again, Celtics 108 to 90 winners Celtics had a lead of about thirty uh, at one point. Let's go through some of the individual performances uh, before I get into Jalen Brown's uh, status update in the next segment. Jason Tatum led the team thirty points, uh, ten of twenty-two field goals, nine of nine from the line. That's the important thing that Tatum. In fact, early on, he really took a couple of serious, like not serious, serious falls, but a hard fall for for Tatum, uh, earning those free throw attempts, nine of nine. The only problem is he's still kind of cold from the from three. His three pointer is is you know he, he was shooting it well the past few games. One of nine here. Uh, I don't think he was was toying around too much. Ten of twenty two uh, from the field. Six rebounds, three assists, a steal, one turnover. Uh, I thought this was a, a pretty good Tatum game uh, overall. I thought he was attacking when he could, and uh, this is just another fourth fourth thirty point game in a row. Not much more to say. Tatum is, is kind of figuring it out. Uh, he had some really nice moves, uh, putting some guys in blenders. So that uh, was really good. Al Horford, I thought, was really good as well. He had 11 points, but 11 rebounds, four assists, a couple of steals. Uh, you know, Al Horford doing Al Horford things. I mean, he's he's kind of like uh, the glue that keeps this whole thing together. Robert Williams, 15 rebounds. He was out there boarding like a maniac. I'm upset at a uh, an offensive foul call against Marcus Smart. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the part spot on the floor right there where the, the ball was kept alive. Marcus was right, right behind me over here, kept the ball alive. Uh, got it over an alley-oop to, to Rob, which was a great, great, great play. Got wiped out with an offensive foul. Uh, but Rob, Rob's, you know, he came back. All the focuses on Jalen. Rob comes back from three games off due to the knee issue, uh he seems to be fine and the 15 rebounds, one off a career high. Exactly what the Celtics need. Like this is this is an interesting year for Robert Williams because he's um he, he's playing a little bit differently than I think everybody expected him to. And he continues to develop a little bit differently. Uh, I thought I thought there was uh another really great game. I never expected Rob to be Mr. 2.15 rebound guy, but but here he is, and that's the role that he's filling. Marcus Smart had another good game. I thought, you know, decent, like nothing too crazy, but you know, Marcus making great defensive plays, uh, only seven points, three of seven, only like only seven shots, only three, three pointers, uh, five assists for him to, to lead the team. Romeo, I thought had a very, uh, like low key impact on this team, but he was really good. Uh, he finished with 10 points, four of nine shooting. Two of four from three, uh, a couple of big offensive rebounds, those came in the fourth quarter. Romeo was on the floor in the fourth quarter when the Celtics were kind of putting this away, and he hit uh, a corner three. That was uh, what a great play this was! You know, Rob in the middle, Rob, I think this was his only assist, yeah, it was his only assist, but whipping it around, uh, great ball movement ends up with Romeo in the corner. Romeo's just killing these corner threes. Uh, Dennis Schroeder was okay, you know, nothing, nothing, he was six of 15. And he finished with 18 points and was a plus seven the early on. He was a little kind of casual, like in that first quarter, everybody, except for Tatum, like Tatum was carrying the team uh, early on. And everyone else was just like a little, a little on the casual side. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know what else to say there, a little on the casual side. And I thought Schroeder was in the first quarter, especially was like, not great. There was a, a play, he had a, a, a missed shot and a turnover. And basically, like, Ime called a timeout and was just basically told Marcus Smart's like, just wait there. Get him out. Like, one of those, like, angry, like, get him out of there. Uh, and even Marcus and, and Schroeder had, like, a little bit of a conversation, I think, at the be- – like, once he came out, once Schroeder came out. And Schroeder came back in, like, another, like, minute, minute and a half later and was better after that. But there was a very angry moment there where Ime called the timeout. And subbed Schroeder out because he was playing poorly, and and whatever happened there, we were so caught up in the the Jalen stuff that I kind of I kind of lost that moment. Uh, I didn't ask any about that moment, but but that was clearly something that Schroeder was was like sleepwalking through the beginning part of the game, which does you know lead to you know questions about whether he um, you know the the, the, the adjustment to, you know, bench to starting and all that stuff, you know, he's, he's going to be coming off the bench when the Celtics are fully healthy and that that's going to be a bit of an adjustment. It's going to be different. And so having played so many games as a starter coming in off the bench, like, but I mean, not that he can say anything or would say anything, but yeah, that's, that's a a bit of a different role for him. And I think bringing Jalen back, obviously bringing Jalen back is good. I mean, (laughs) there's your analysis. Jalen, Jalen Brown coming back is good, Uh, but also there is an adjustment period because even though he only missed eight games, which is a lot, but it's not like an insane amount of games. When you factor in the one other missed game that he missed earlier this season, that's nine games. The Celtics are are 10 and eight. So he's missed half of these Celtics games. So factoring all that in Jalen is going to, there's going to be an adjustment because half of the games that they've played have been without Jalen Brown why don't we get into the Jalen Brown health update? And, and he's not a hundred percent. And as he said, he's not normal normal. So that is coming up next. First, I got to tell you about Truebill. Uh, do you know why free trials uh, renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill, take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you do not want do not need or simply have forgotten about on average people save up to 720 dollars a year with truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel truebill makes it incredibly simple link your accounts with truebill and they will cancel your unwanted subscription in one tap and your truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you do not have to i had a subscription renew on me a couple months ago, that it was hard for me to kind of go through and, and find out who I've got to contact. It was like a thousand dollars subscription that I had to, you know, cancel. Like, That's this, no, I cannot afford this. Uh, but they, uh, I could have used Truebill in a situation like that. It has over two million users and helped save them over a hundred million dollars. Do not fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com/slash NBA that's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Rock Auto is the place to go for anything you need for your car or truck or motorcycle or RV. Anything with an engine, really. Uh, anything that you can drive. Rock Auto is going to be better than those strip mall chain stores that only have so much shelf space. Uh, there's plenty more where uh, rockauto.com lives, and they have everything that you need, from complicated to simple, from upscale to on a budget, whatever you need for your car, you can find it, and many versions of that at Rock Auto. I've talked to many people who have saved hundreds and hundreds of dollars by going to rockauto.com. Uh, I am not an engine guy. I'm not a car guy necessarily, but I can get the basics, and I can find those at rockauto.com as well. Go to rockauto.com right now. When you do buy something, and I feel confident that you will, make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? That's the only way they know we sent you. Write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? That's rockauto.com. It's an amazing selection, lively, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Be sure to follow our social channels at lo Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. So after the game, I was you know my my post game story, so you know on uh, Boston Sports Journal, I do a, a game report, kind of get you up to speed on everything that happened in the game, so you can feel caught up with my analysis, and then I do a, a piece, another piece, a, a column, a a deeper. Kind of story, something that that kind of gives you the flavor of this game. And this one was very obvious. It was going to be Jalen Brown's return, especially after a pretty good game. 19 points, like I said, shooting, shooting pretty well, even though he didn't look like himself. 23 minutes, that's a pretty good performance. 19 points in 23 minutes is pretty nice. So uh I was expecting Jalen to kind of be like upbeat and say, Yeah, this was great. Um, I'm very happy to be back, which he was. I was expecting him to feel like really good and I can't wait to come back in out there on Wednesday or or stuff like that. the, The stuff that somebody would normally say in a situation like that. But he seemed a little bit on the down side to me. And I don't know if he was just tired or frustrated or what, but the one thing that he did say was basically I felt good all the way up coming up into this. And then when the game started, I felt some tightness. So I made sure to get the full clarification in in the entire run-up to this game. He didn't feel any tightness. He didn't feel tightness before the game. He didn't feel tightness when he was warming up out here uh, before the game. He didn't feel any of that stuff until the game started. And so, you know, once you come out here and you get that adrenaline, you feel like you can work through some things, but he says he felt some tightness, which is not a, not the best sign in the world. like. But look, hamstrings can be tricky. And he said this one's lingering. He, he used language that suggested that it's possible he might not play on Wednesday. No one said anything like that. And he might be fine. But he would said that he felt the tightness. It lasted throughout the game. It got no better or no worse during the game. But it's just kind of lingered there the whole time. He says it's a great sign that it didn't get worse. And so, okay, we'll take we'll take him at his word for that. But it is kind of um, I don't know, I don't want not disturbing necessarily, but like it's concerning, maybe a better word, that because of hamstrings and how they are, and because Jalen has had hamstring issues in that right hamstring before, and now he says this is lingering. And he felt the tightness in this game. Then you say, okay, this is, this, this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a concern. Now he got through the game and it didn't hurt. He went back in the game in the fourth quarter and it didn't, it didn't like he didn't re-injure it or anything like that. It's very clear. This was not a re-injury. This was, I just felt tightness could just be, could be scar tissue in there for all we know that they've got to work through. And maybe when you are listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, You'll be able to, um, you know, we'll know that he's fine or not fine. But the language, the kind of uh, the way he sounded, all of that, it it definitely hinted that a return on Wednesday, that, that playing again on Wednesday might not be something that happens. Um, or if it is, then who knows, maybe he's, he's more limited, uh, in that game. But, uh, I thought Jalen, like, it was very obvious that he was laboring a little bit in this game. Like he came out there, he clearly didn't look like himself. He, you know, you could see the look on his face. He, he clearly, there was something off, something not right. And I, during the game, I'm like, well, maybe he's just tired. Maybe, you know, like I said earlier in the podcast, this is a situation where he's, uh, you know, he's missed eight games and with the hamstring, you can't go out there and be like, ah, I'm going to go jog. You can't do that with uh, a hamstring injury. So that was, um, you know, problematic. And so I guess there's a ramp up and, but coming into the game with with no NBA game, with no full basketball game action, that was hard for him to kind of, get back into things. And maybe that, maybe that contributed to some level of tightness or whatever. We're gonna have to wait and see on Jalen Brown. I thought, look, if you want to, if you want a positive spin on this, Jalen Brown with tightness in his hamstring can still drop 19 on a bad team, you know, in 23 minutes. So if, if this is Jalen Brown, not at hundred percent, it'd be nice to get him back at hundred percent. So we'll see how his, his hamstring reacts. Uh, I don't think the Celtics are practicing on Tuesday, but they might have something, and we'll we'll try to get an update as soon as we can, and we'll see what happens. Wednesday's the beginning of uh, a, a stretch here now. Now, I'd laid this out a couple of podcasts a couple, like a week ago where the Celtics can get through this November. They can probably end up in like fourth or fifth place. Look, they're 10 and eight now. If they win two of these next three, and you know end up at 12 and 9 then they are in a good spot middle of the eastern pack you know there's the sixth they're in sixth right now not that seeding matters this early in the season but they're still my point is they're back into a spot where it makes sense oh yeah the Celtics are a game a half game out of fifth a game and a half out of fourth like this is this is where the Celtics should be at this point of the season so they've got the the Brooklyn Nets on um, on Wednesday, they've got the San Antonio Spurs on Friday, and then they've got the Toronto Raptors on that Sunday. So two winnable games, two very winnable games for the Celtics. and we'll see where they where, where they land after that. They don't need Jalen Brown to win two of those three, but they will need Jalen Brown when the December schedule roll, rolls around. So the most important thing right now for Jalen is to get healthy, get right. And be ready for the Celtics West coast trip because they've got a really brutal West coast trip, a lot of road games. This is going to say a lot about the Celtics, how they play in this West coast trip. Can they challenge these teams, these very good teams? Can they win some of these games? Or is this going to be like the road trip where they lost to Atlanta and lost to Cleveland once? Like this is, this is a pretty big stretch. And what that'll tell us is, are the Celtics going to be just kind of like a 500 team or slightly above 500 team? Or can they go out there and put things together and challenge? If the Celtics aren't fully healthy, and they had no Josh Richardson in this game, by the way, non-COVID illness, if they, if they can go out there and challenge, if they're fully healthy and they go out there and they challenge and win some of those games and show like, yes, we can run with the big dogs. At least, you know, we're not going to like lay down when you play the Utahs or the Phoenix or something like that. We're going to go out there. We're going to challenge those guys. and Maybe win, a, win a, one of those games. That that's going to tell you a lot about this Celtics team. It's resolve. It's progress. Emi Odoka's progress and stuff like that. If they go out there and lose or get swept or, or look bad, then then we might have to sit there and say it's it's looking more. It's trending towards more of a this is a 500 team. I'm going to have it all covered for you here. Locked on Celtics. Free daily, Monday through Friday. Uh, please make it your first listen every day. I really do thank you for, for doing so. Uh, on occasions where there's no Bruins game and the Celtics floor stays down, uh, this is where I'm going to stand. I'm going to find my way somewhere right here on the parquet and do my podcast from here. So I think this is pretty cool. hope you've enjoyed watching the show. I think, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, so subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet, especially to the YouTube page. Really trying to grow that YouTube page. Uh, if you are a regular subscriber, please... Share the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody. you should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast.